Welcome back, pod people, to another episode of Cinema de More. I am your hostess, Lexi, and with me, as always, we have... Chuck. And Justin. <laughs> and we are finishing up Justin's month of food with my choice. And my choice for the month was Feed, the 2005 film. Boo! <laughs> I should have watched the other movie that I was going to instead. <laughs> so, I'm guessing people didn't enjoy my film again. What year was your feed, Chuck? 2017. Oh, you should have mm. watched the 2017 feed. It's possible it, it would have been better. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. He's in Planet of the Apes, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Those are good movies. No, just the, yeah, just the regular, the original Planet of the Apes. Okay. Feed is a movie about a police officer in Australia who seems to work on some sort of crime unit that looks at porn, and he becomes obsessed with some sort of case in America that he's decided is going on where this guy is taking women and making them morbidly obese for his porn site and force feeding them to get larger and larger for views but he's also actually killing the women and then when they get to a certain size he offs them by overfeeding them on camera and killing them and then people wager on it and the cop becomes obsessed flies to america hunts the guy down and hilarity ensues (laughs) that's pretty much the whole film I think this was part of some sort of film festival of some kind, or I don't know what. It's not an American film, that's for sure. Not that it wouldn't be an American film. It definitely seems like something America would make. Except for all the Australian people in it. Well, and the Australian vehicles and Australian locations. Even the American guy is actually British. This is uh, one of those movies that if you go online and you type in like the grossest movie ever made or like the sickest films ever made, the top 10 worst movies ever made, like not worst. I believe in, that like, one. Yeah, that's well, yeah. the one it's definitely on. I don't think it's even on those other ones at all. What, like when I say worst, like you're not wrong with what you're saying. You're absolutely correct. But like when they, they say worst, like like the, the most like horrifying or, you know, oh, that kind of stuff, like. So it's on the list with like Cannibal Holocaust and things like that. So it's always on those kind of lists. And I was like, oh, this movie made Cannibal Holocaust look like Citizen Kane. Right. So when I saw it on those lists, I bought it because it was five dollars, as I said before. And I'm not going to say this was a bad movie, but it was definitely a terrible movie. It's um, (laughs) it's definitely funny. I think that's a word. I don't I even know if I'd say it. that. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah. It's not funny in the way the director intended it to. I can no, almost 100% guarantee that. Definitely not. It starts in this really like, 
I guess if you're going into this movie for gross factor, it starts out really hard with the gross factor because like it starts out with an actual real case. Because if you remember when we talked about um, in uh, Cannibal Girls, I brought up that case about the guy who went on Craigslist and ate another man's penis and it was like consensual. So that scene at the opening of the film where the cop goes in and there's the, the, the penis cooking on the stove and they go up to the bathroom and there's and the, the jump two guys. scare of his partner walking by the window. Yeah. And there's the two guys in the bathroom and they're eating each other. And the one guy's like, he told me to, he told me he could do it. That scene is real. In regards to like that was a real. Why do you sound like the event. caterpillar from a bug's life? Because that's they were German. That's the way they were. They was like screaming in German because it was a German like case that I like, wish it the cop in. was like. Well, he busts in, and <laughs> the guy cut his dick off, and he's like, "It's my body. I could do what I want." And I wish the cop was like, "I I don't even know what's happening here," because that really happened. Um there was like a bunch of cops that showed up and there was like a penis cooking on the stove and that kind of thing. Like that event really happened. So you think like the movie is going to base like itself around like real events or something like that. But I don't know why they started the movie with this like real life event of cannibalism that had absolutely nothing to do with the rest of the movie at all, because the rest of the movie is about taking women and force feeding them into like morbid obesity, basically. And then filming it for a porn fetish site. Horrid script, too. Absolutely some of the worst writing. Some things begin with a a bang instead of a whimper or something. Yeah. It was like philosophy for people don't don't read philosophy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this, this movie is like horny and gross all at the same time, like constantly. It's just like horny and gross all the time. It's weird how it like never lets up on either either like his relationship with his girlfriend is really weird totally gross and i don't understand any of that or why we're supposed to have any of that because you could just cut a lot of this movie out this movie's too long you could cut about 97 minutes out of this movie i'll say that (laughs) yeah yeah the criminal guy, what is it? His his mom was fat and would make him feed him her. And so he killed his mom, who's fat mom. And then he becomes like obsessed with like making women fat and then killing them, I guess. Like, I was just like around explaining stuff too much. Yeah. The cop like busts in and he's just a quirky villain. Just yeah. going at it. With his hot Asian wife. He just like has this hot Asian wife as well in his like rich person house, which apparently America is all orange, but Germany is. Blue. Yeah, I think he forgot to put the uh, he put the Mexican filter on for Ohio for <laughs> yeah. some reason. It was like, oh, is this magic Mike or something? Like, what am I watching? Yeah, well, I don't know what the the piss filter was that he decided to use for America. And was like, yep, that's how it looks. Yeah, America is orange as fuck. Do you want to go to Burger King? Like, <laughs> ah, what do I know about America? Uh, they have Burger Kings. <laughs> it's really boring in the middle. It has like very little story, like in the middle in particular. Like that's where it really drags its feet. Like 
once he goes to America and starts trying to like find the guy himself. I could have made this movie better and more grotesque. Yeah, absolutely. All at the same time. It's not gross enough. It could definitely be grosser. I'd also get a better actor in there. Yeah, for sure. For everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for everyone. Or at least the the fat woman. (laughs) Hey, she didn't have the technology that Brendan Fraser had, okay? She was buried under a lot of silicone, and, you know, I'm sure that was hindering her ability to uh, be a good performer. (laughs) Probably. Oh, that's that's the only reason that it's she wasn't Helen good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like <get> her. <laughs> I can't believe the guy that's the killer had a career after this. He's a producer on this film too. Who was the guy who was the killer? What did he, he was on this? Hawaii Five O for like twelve years oh, as wow. the main character. Oh, okay. Like he's yeah he's he's actually somehow I don't know how he had a career after this after he uh, apparently personally made this film, <laughs> produced it and everything with these guys i don't know how he somehow managed to come out and have a career i I feel although i will say he's probably the least i guess if i have to say anything positive he's the best actor in this entire movie that's not saying very much but he's at least he's kind of annoying and he's it's a very poorly written part but he at least tries to do something interesting with it whereas Oh, that guy that plays the cops like the worst actor I've ever seen in my life. Like, I'd almost think that English is his second language or something if I didn't know. I mean, I guess he's Australian. He's not used to speaking uh, American English or something because he just seems like he doesn't know what he's talking about or saying half the time. Yeah, he made he made me think of like Wexler from the Resident Evil movies. Yes, yes. <laughs> the acting you're right is absolutely appalling in this film. It was like one of the biggest noticeable things right off the bat it's like everybody's acting is bad the the first scene when the cop shows up with his girlfriend in the apartment and she has her clit pierced that like whole entire scene i'm just like whoa (laughs) what what is going on like how did this get how did this get past like anything how did this get into any festivals or anything like that? And it's amazing that it shows up on any lists at all for like being one of the grossest films ever. Cause I was like, what's so gross about it anyway? Like it was highly rated on F movies.com. It was like, got like a 3.9 out of five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was high. <laughs> well, that's saying something on there, right? Like, I don't know. I mean, what was the movie that they had on there? That wasn't, it was just like a regular movie. I think they had like, like despicable me on there or something like that. Which is, I mean, Despicable Me is grosser than this movie. <laughs> this movie was so funny at one point. I was just like watching this and I was laughing. And I was like, oh my God, there's going to be such a weird conversation around this. Because it's like, what the I fuck get are you it. even watching? Like, you think this is funny, but you don't like real comedies. Nah. Well, I, you know what it is? I don't like being told what's funny. Uh, obesity isn't funny. No. I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, I think you could have taken this awful script and, like, if you had decent actors in it, maybe that you'd have something uh, interesting, but no. It didn't have to be as bad as it was. When I watched it, it made me think Dumb Saw. Dumb Saw, that was in my mind. It came out in, like, 2005, and it seems like it was trying to cash in on, I'm not sure what, like... Saw. That's fair. I mean, it's got the cop like, what stuff. What if we did Saw, but the stakes were really 
low. Well, <laughs> like he he's a cop in Australia, and I don't even know what division he's part of. And it's like, does Australia just, even have cops? Yeah, do they even have police there? I mean, <laughs> didn't they? Didn't the didn't the British just ship all the criminals there? Are we really sure they're not just a bunch of serial killers and psychopaths out there? Does he even have div- like division? Like any authority in the United States to do he what doesn't. he's doing. And so that's, he's that's, like... that's another thing in this movie that is so uh, like, I, I could, uh, again, I could forgive even some parts, but how vague this movie is in that I don't understand what his job is. I don't understand who he works for. I don't understand. Uh, is he a actual cop or is he like uh, a computer analyst? We see that he messes with computers a lot and it's that bad like early 2000s level of just put a bunch of windows of code on the screen and have him just say, I'm in. And it's like, that's that's a version of he hacked in. The opening scene could have been like what got him out of being in the field and then got on the internet or something. Yeah, like maybe that was too disturbing for him or something. But yeah, again, that opening scene doesn't connect to anything else at all in this film. Like it, it has just has nothing to do i feel like that was just i can i know why they put that in there and i think it was so that they could justify trying to say this movie's based on real things like, they, like that that one like thing s- we put in the first five minutes somebody was real. read a story on the internet and they were like hey we should shoot that for the movie and everybody's like why and they're like i don't know maybe it'll help sell tickets because the rest of this movie's not gonna like do i'd rather have else. 90 minutes of the two guys like are you, are you sure you want to do this? I'd rather watch that movie. Absolutely. <laughs> I'd rather watch a movie about that story than the one that we're given. And I mean, especially I, if they played it off like a romance and you're like 45 minutes in before you realize what the guy signed up for. When I was told the concept of this movie, like when I just read the concept of this movie before I bought it, I was like, I'm here for this. I hope you did not pay a lot of money for this. I told you five, five dollars. That's, That's more than I should have. That's a lot. Yeah. I agree. I agree. But uh, uh, I'm not opposed to a film about a guy who kidnaps people and force feeds them into obesity. Like, I'm like, all right, I will watch that. That sounds grotesque and disgusting. And I'm like, and if you execute it right and you make it really fucking gross and you do it really like nasty, I'm like, I'm 100% here for that. Like, there's a very gross, absurd film there that you could give to me that I could be a hundred percent here for, but I don't understand like what any of what we've been given is. Like, did you guys like the part when uh, no. at around the end of the movie when he's ta- when he's dancing on the end of the bed for her, <laughs> and she's like wiggling in the fat suit, and he's just like dancing on the end of the bed. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it's so like weird and out there. Like, there's nothing that matches up with any part of the film. Like, nothing works with anything. Like, we don't get enough of like. Uh, it didn't even do a good job at making me feel uncomfortable. Right. It, it was just badly put together, I guess. Because they want us to think the bad guy's got layers. So it's like he's like. He's got a normal life with a wife and a house and he's rich and he's got all this like normal life stuff. But then he's over here like getting naked with this like morbidly obese woman and like doing all this really weird shit and like having these weird like mommy fantasies and like all this kind of stuff. You didn't do a very good job of showing us the transition between 
both lives so that we can see like the depth of the character because like once I mean, again better trauma hood trauma hood <laughs> dramatic yeah. childhood childhood trauma i guess is what i'm trying to say uh reveals in movies i think like deep red is a prime example of how to pull it off and make it work this didn't i i will give you kudos though because it wasn't cannibalism it wasn't cannibalism and it was very food centric food was a... I mean, technically does have cannibalism he was feeding the first girl to the second girl that is true uh, he was feeding the was cannibalism the, at the end yeah the boiled fat of the other girls Which that was the other thing i absolutely couldn't stand because it, it parts of it just didn't make any sense was the sound design goes nuts when he gets to that house at the end. And every time he like falls yeah. onto a bag, you just hear like slurping <laughs> sounds. But then there's times where he's not even like doing anything. He's just like running around and you'll still hear those sound effects. And I'm like, why, why are they, why are they still playing those? Like it doesn't like it's, it's it almost sounds like someone just has like a soundboard and they're just like, like that was the foley they did was like, what's he doing when he's running? I don't know. They said to make these noises and they just make like squishy noises like he's stepping in fat the whole time or something. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. What was, what was your favorite part of the movie? Uh, when the credits started. <laughs> I don't even have one. Nobody has anything to say about this one, huh? Well, I, I don't really have anything good to say. It, it wasn't really a deep movie. I mean, obviously. Either. It was just, yeah, everything was just, like, yeah, it's like, it just uh, everything was just so flat. It was, like, I fully understand. That's almost the worst part, is that I can fully understand exactly what this movie wanted to say, and it just absolutely shit the bed at every possible turn that it could get <laughs> to saying this. Like, the whole point of the movie is that, oh, well... He's not killing these women. Actually, they want to do it. And what's the line between consent and, and not consenting? Because, and you know, the, the cop thinks that they're not consenting, even though all the way up until he shoots the fat woman in the head, she's like, she's completely on this guy's side and says the cop's ruining everything for her. And I, I that's, that's the only thing I can say that that opening scene is supposed to connect to is that you know, the both of those guys are like, well, he wanted me to do it. And the other guy's like, yeah, I told him to do it. Like, it's I like, like I, the guy that Omar out the window. Yeah. He, had, he looked like the, I think it was just the camera angle, but it looked like he jumped like, like 30 feet. Stories. Yeah. yeah. Right. He just lands with like a like Spider-Man and then runs back in the house. Right. Yeah. He, it, he lands like you could tell he just jumped in the air for a second. Yeah, it feels like at one point too, like they're trying to present like the cop and the the bad guy have been playing this intricate game of cat and mouse with each other too. catch me if you can. We're both the same. You and I We're no different. We're the same people. And I don't really get that either. Like there's no real correlation between you and him like i don't really think he's you're... not as clever as kevin spacey and then because because the, the movie's twist is like he's got him in the, the house trapped there starving him instead of like overfeeding him so it's like the opposite of what he does to the women but it's like it's not a very good twist either and it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to the ending of the film either no, like nothing at the end makes sense like the, the he shoots that woman in the head and then has that guy chained up 
And it looks like he's been chained up for six months, but that fat woman is like barely decomposed at all. She looks like she yeah. just got shot in the head yesterday. And he's got an entire relationship with that guy's uh that's another part that's like super vague that I makes the whole middle part that tries to talk about his past. It's like, is it the he was with the priest? And then the priest has a daughter that's oh the priest's only, daughter, yeah, only very slightly overweight, I guess. And she brings she she says it so weirdly too. She says, "I used to be the correct height to weight proportion in my younger days." And I'm like, who phrases something like that? <laughs> and then it's it's just very vague Australian as to people. Yeah, yeah, someone who's not not American, I guess. Someone who's yeah, again, maybe English isn't their first language. Uh. And it doesn't make any sense. It it just is the most random flashbacks of him getting his weird like red dragon tattoo. That one I was one hundred percent like, oh okay, this guy saw a manhunter or something like that, and is like, yeah, put a big like uh, skull dragon tattoo I mean, on his back. By two thousand five, and... I think red dragon. Was oh yeah, yeah, right. red dragon. I think red dragon might have even come out in two thousand five. It might have yeah. been the same year uh, that that was like a rip off of. And then it's so vague as to what their connections really are. And then the cop suddenly has a, a relationship with that woman and I guess doesn't live in Australia anymore, lives in America like that. I almost was like, I, as soon as that ending happened, I was just like, Oh, that was even worse than the rest of the movie was the, the thing that they thought was a good twist. I mean, I don't even know why they tried to make it take place in America. I, I think it would have been better if they, if the twist was more so like that guy's not really a cop. Like he's just in, insane or something. I mean, I don't think the director could pull it off. Well, it sure was hard to believe it was Ohio. Like I was like, it sure does no, feel Chuck like Chuck already said it had the piss Florida. Like every few minutes I was like, this sure doesn't feel like Ohio. It's like, yeah, but it's Ohio. I was told we Ohio's for lovers, but I guess they were yeah. wrong. Uh, I guess. <laughs> you should have saved that for our movies about Ohio. <laughs> that that great theme that we'll talk about one day ohio those great yeah. ohio movies the ohio movies trilogy ohio. yeah <laughs> that would be really fun i i mean I, i'm sure it'd be pretty easy you'd be like oh shit that took place in ohio I, yeah it's like one i'd have to search. like i would really have to google because i can't think off the top of my head of a specific movie that takes place in ohio uh what about Halloween. um isn't Halloween Halloween's I, I uh Illinois. Illinois, I'm sorry, I failed. Is Pick a Destiny in Ohio? I, no. I think is that where the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is? Well, that's where the so, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is. Yeah, that, that is has in, nothing to do in with Cleveland. Destiny. Oh, they don't go there in that movie? What no, did I just watch? No, I think they, they just go to like a random like museum of art or something like that, and that's where the pick's at. I believe you, but I just saw yeah. something else recently where the person was definitely in Ohio, and I'm like, what the hell was that movie? <laughs> yeah. Well, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is definitely in Cleveland, Ohio, because I've been there. And I lived in Ohio for like a year, a little over a year. And you made it out without getting all that piss in your eyes? I did. I did. It was it was yellow all the time when I lived there. And it, that's not even remotely true. It's probably one of the greenest and grayest places I ever lived, honestly. Kind of like Pennsylvania, like similar. Not a whole lot of difference. Pennsylvania is, I enjoyed it more, honestly. I like Pennsylvania more. It's more my my, my aesthetic. Ohio is full of fat people. Like, Clearly. so many fat people. Uh, I got some. <laughs> 
you looking at Ohio movies? Uh, Take Shelter with Michael Shannon. Oh, how did we miss the Cincinnati Kid? It's right. The, the Ides of March. Oh, I, I guess uh, the the uh, uh, one of those movies with the baseball team, the with the major league. So yeah. they are the Cleveland Indians. Yeah, the Cleveland the Indians. Accepted. See, so yeah, a bunch of horror movies take place in Ohio. Trick or Treat, it says is Ohio. Yeah. Super 8, it says is Ohio. Yeah. The Faculty is Ohio. We could watch hiphopbattle.com, Hip Hop for Life. That says that takes place in Ohio. Euro Trip apparently takes place in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the beginning. Probably. Doesn't, isn't there a Juggalo thing that takes place in Ohio? The Gathering. I don't know if that takes place in Ohio. <laughs> Freddy vs. Jason is South. listed. <laughs> Did that take place in Ohio? Like get, it must have. Would you go to the Gathering? I would go to the Gathering. I would probably go there. It seems like a fun time. I, I I would totally go to the Gathering of the Juggalos. If it's one thing that we know about Juggalos is that they're very accepting people. They have lots of seminars. They do. Just give them some Fago, and you're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. No judgment from the, the the juggalos. I mean, they wear face paint, but they accept everybody for who they are. You know what? I don't remember any juggalos being in this movie. Would Just have been Ohio. Better if there were... Yeah. This movie. If there's one thing this movie needed, it was more juggalos. They should they were... have made that woman a juggalo. Yeah. <laughs> they, were yeah. Ju- <laughs> they were juggalos in baskets, which is a much better TV show than this movie. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is just like no one has anything to say about uh, this movie the woman reminded me of Rachel Dratch if she wasn't funny <laughs> I could I could see that I could absolutely see that I would probably just put her name on the credits and be like yeah that is definitely her yeah yeah. you couldn't tell she was just under the fat suit <laughs> I'm sorry this is my weakest offering it's okay I told you when we were going into it that I said maybe it's not that good of a movie. That's it's like 50, not, it isn't. 50-50 yeah. on it, you know. We'll say definitely no. <laughs> but it seems like you have decent picks for next month. I do? It seems. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that what we're riding on? You're just like, this movie sucked. Move on to your next yeah, one. Yeah, at this point, let's just think about the future. Yeah. Don't okay. dwell on this too long. I mean, what could would you remake this movie? Could you make this movie better? Yes. Uh chimpanzee could make this movie better. <laughs> One thing that was weird about this movie I was gonna mention is uh Shane Dawson could make this movie better. <laughs> oh, harsh. Uh, Shane Dawson's movie was grosser than this movie was. It really yeah. was. For, for, for this supposedly being the gross one of the grossest movies ever made, uh that his movie was by far much more disgusting than this. That's the first true. Five minutes of that movie was more disgusting than the entire <laughs> runtime of this film. That's true. Featured way That's more barfing. <laughs> That's absolutely true. That's amazing. Um, the camera work in this movie. Why was everything like tight? Like, did you guys notice like every single shot was like a tight I'm going to assume that they didn't understand how to use a camera. <laughs> I also just assumed that was to hide the fact that the sets were all uh, tiny and non-existent, really, so they had to 
just super close up on everything because if they zoomed back out, you'd see that the room was unfinished or they only had enough time to uh, make a little bit of it into a they set. They could only set up like a, a tiny shot. Yeah, they, it feels like the, I mean, the, only, the only thing in this entire movie that's like a large wide shot is uh, when they're filming the woman in the bed. But I mean, I guess yeah. it would have to be wide to show that whole woman in the bed. But the, like, I'm not oh, the crazy wide on shot that. When the guy shooting at the other guy after he jumped into the yard. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it, it was all just like tight shots, right? Like it was just nothing but like tight shot, tight shot, tight shot. And the cuts tight, are tight, incredibly tight. quick. <laughs> yeah. And like, it doesn't seem like anything's ever on a tripod. Like everything's like, just like, you think they could shaky. afford a tripod on this movie? <laughs> Like uh, I noticed, like whenever they're shooting in the the guy's apartment with the girlfriend, like does the camera ever like not hang to the side? Like it's always just like slanted over, like Dutch angle, Dutch angle, Dutch angle. Like the whole apartment is just like that, and then like the lens, like it had like a um, I don't know what you would call it, a heavy filter of some kind. Well, it seemed like they were shooting with early, like like, it distorted the image slightly. Yeah, everything had well. It was an early DV, so the DV that they were using was garbage. So it it was like really like didn't hold up over time. But then they clearly put a filter over the DV on top of that, so it made it look grainy. But it's like that digital grain. It's not like film grain, but they tried to make it look like film grain with a filter, and then put like a a color filter over that filter so then there's like weird little dots of color that just like it's like if i did it. color correction yeah i guess <laughs> yeah i get what you're saying is this red yeah, yeah. Mm, i wanted it to be blue <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, i really well. i really like the red oh thank you fuck it's supposed to be blue <laughs> everything's tight shots it's just hard to watch sometimes with all the tight shots i mean i could follow what was happening like what they were showing me but i i agree with chuck a lot of it didn't add up it wasn't a concise story what do you think that juice was that he made for him in the apartment and he's just like here and he hands him like this glass of like juice and i'm just like what even is that <laughs> slim fast no green tea he, he just like stares at it and he's like uh and then he drinks it and i'm like okay it would be really funny if this was you know like a 40 minute podcast or whatever for you to say i just really wanted you to watch that movie because i want to know what that person's drinking i i, I just could never <laughs> figure it out yeah i've been watching this movie for years trying to figure out what this guy's been drinking and you guys are like you've been watching this movie for years like you saw it more than once because actually this is the second time I've seen it. So I bought this movie, watched it one time, put it on my shelf. And then Justin's like, we're going to talk about food. And I'm like, I'm going to think I'm going to pick this movie because I think it's about overeating and I think it'll be perfect. And then I'm like, wait, I watched it, it one time. I don't remember what, anything about it. Wasn't it bad? And I'm like, I think it was bad, but I don't remember. We're going to watch it again and find out. We'll have to confirm Jacob's going to be on your episode. He said that he liked the 2005 feed, so I'm going to have to 
double check that this is the same movie that he saw the same movie. Yeah, are we sure he, he has something the same wrong movie? with him? He loves terrible stuff, and it's like he's like, oh, would I like terrible things? And it's like, well, I you know, there's it's fine to like like B movies, like be into like Splatterhouse and like you know like we're doing the Grindhouse movies and that kind of stuff. B cinema is fun, but B cinema isn't the same as bad film. I'm like this bad is F films. Cinema. Like I'm yeah, like yeah, I'm like cinema. yeah. The F's I'm not like, for feed; it's for fail. Like, and cinema's t- just being kind. Yeah. We told <laughs> Justin, or we sorry, we told Jacob how bad um, Shane Dawson's movie is, and he goes, "Well, I'm gonna have to check that out." It's like no. It's not good. Like it's not good. Like don't go watch it. He's like, but I don't. I like bad movies. It's like I mean, if for something for some reason what we're saying makes you want to see the movie, then see it. I guess that's the point of our show. But also, like, we should also be a cautionary tale to not watch these things. <laughs> like, we watch the movies so you don't have to. You know. You went pretty far downhill after bullet ballet yeah I mean, that was a hot start and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah he started at the peak and then went straight underground i mean what do you mean i don't know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i liked youtube month and i knew i was picking a bad choice going into this but i didn't think it would be this bad and sometimes I pick my movies and I don't know if they'll be that bad. I mean, I think uh, when we started this podcast, the hardest movie that we had to talk about was Spaceballs. It's really hard to talk about a parody like in a, an intelligent way. I'm not saying that we're always intelligent, but it was incredibly hard to be like, yeah, they parodied this and then parodied that. And it was just, all right, just watch the movie, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. We had a great conversation about Dracula dead and loving it. Is that Spaceballs? No, but it's a <laughs> Mel Brooks parody film. It's like the exact same thing, except with Dracula instead of Spaceballs or Star Wars or whatever the fuck it is. I hate Spaceballs. I don't think you would. <laughs> you don't think I would hate Spaceballs? I don't think so. No, I've seen I it. I think it would be one of your fan. top 10 of all oh, time. Okay. I'm sorry. I forget that you speak for me. No, I, it's just a a speculation. Just what I that's what I would guess. You're guessing wrong because I I genuinely hate spaceballs. You're like feed West Side Story, <laughs> spaceballs. Oh my God. Oh well. <laughs> we tried. We tried to have an episode. We we yeah. did okay. We succeeded. Somebody's listening to it. Trying to talk about this movie is like jumping into a pool only to realize it's empty halfway off the diving board. I'm just going face first into the ground and being like, oh, I guess we can't do anything with this. <laughs> I'm going to interview the guy that just jumped into the pool head first yeah. with no water in it. <laughs> I mean, there's always something to talk about if you really want to. Like, like who did the fat suit better? Brendan Fraser or this movie? <laughs> uh, that's that's a trick question. The real answer is Mike Myers in Goldmember. Let's see. <laughs> oh, God. Fat bastard. Yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> which again a far more disgusting uh idea than this film tried there yeah there's a way to do this better like there's so many ways to do this better like that basketball scene from along came paulie was more disgusting <laughs> I mean, the the fat vampire in Blade that they shine the lights on is more grotesque and disgusting than you're the not fat supposed stuff to in. agree with me and Chuck. <laughs> yeah, defend your film. No, <laughs> the gauntlet has been thrown. Right. Chuck's like, pick it up. <laughs> it uh, it uh, I can't defend it. <laughs> I can't. The music's playing right now for yeah. the podcast. It's like, yeah. Yeah, it had some Australian cars in it. They were kind of cool. <laughs> in Ohio. In Ohio, yeah. Those windows were so weird on that SUV because, like, had those windows that came all the way out, like the bubbles that, like, went down. So it's like, even if you roll the window down, you still have like this big like bubble that covers over the window. I was like, what's the point of that? Chuck's writing his reg- resignation from the podcast. <laughs> uh, I, I laughed a lot more during the recording of this episode than other episodes. That's positive. What is the food that this movie is? Uh, I guess it would have to be junk food still. No, this is worse than junk food. This it's is drugs. eating this is eating Crisco straight out of the can. I I was thinking like it's <laughs> this is the bacon like deep fried and cake and it will kill you with one bite. I was thinking it was like one of those really gross like eating competitions in a restaurant. You're like you gotta eat it under an hour or it's free kind of thing. But it's like not a good one. Like it's like it's like remember that show that Fox had that was out for a minute where it was like remember there the, you go. The... that would have been better you should have like stand by me hard ass <laughs> that was a better and do more you... disgusting scene. <laughs> do you remember that competitive eating show that Fox had for a minute where they just like would make people eat like really weird like boiled eggs and, like... About fear factor no 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 it was literally just a competitive eating show where they just had like weird shit and they had like one episode where they made them just eat like bricks of butter and it was like they just had like sticks of butter and they were just making them stand there and eat like sticks of butter it was like probably the most was disgusting fact or fiction no it was a, it was a, a fox <laughs> did like... this guy eat five sticks of butter no it's my it favorite, one of my favorite show. whitest kids you know uh sketches so the kid wants to eat, buy a stick of butter because they're selling it at the restaurant <laughs> Then he starts having a, a tiny heart attack. But like, there's nothing more disgusting than watching competitive eaters eat sticks of butter. Like, it's like the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, I don't know, some of that competitive eating stuff. I've been watching a lot of like competitive eating stuff recently, and I don't know why. It's just been like weird for me to watch. I've been watching like, like the Joey Chestnut guy. I watched him eat like 71 hot dogs in 10 minutes. She imagine eating 71 hot dogs in 10 minutes. It's fucking disgusting. Sounds like an average Tuesday for me. Poor Alexi. You're <laughs> spy- spiraling out of control. <laughs> You're just like going off the rails right now. You're like, I like competitive eating contests. I do. 
I do. That's okay. The last episode was pretty unhinged as well. So you're like Milton from Office Space. You're like mumbling, but everybody's everybody left. I'm gonna burn the building down. But you get no cake. Yeah. There's my stapler. I actually have a pin of that on my backpack. Milton stapler. Uh, when you edit this, you should make the silences longer. Yeah. yeah. Really pad this runtime. <laughs> just, just, just stretch it out. Double it. Yeah, make it an hour yeah. and a half episode. Just like, <laughs> just add like some coughing. Every once yeah. in a while or something. Got it. It's a shame I didn't buy crickets today. That she's already eaten them all. So. Now there's always next week. Yeah. What's next week, Chuck? Uh, next week we're getting into some real cinematic gems uh, that are far superior to this film. Uh, we're getting into gonna be doing some grindhouse movies, getting some real, doing some double features, two movies. Yeah, really the packing them one. in there. Yeah, we're double dipping all day. <laughs> double dipping. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a good time. I'm excited. For, I'm genuinely excited to talk about all of these movies yeah i I promise my movies next time will be better (laughs) the problem is they're not even that good they're still by most other standards they're still uh, atrocious movies but they're atrocious in a very special way unlike this film which is just atrocious in the worst possible way it's it's true i i picked two films from Herschel Gordon Lewis Herschel Gordon Lewis is the man he is the king of Grindhouse and I love his films so I'm excited to talk about him he's one of my favorite directors even though his movies are as you said pure shit but it's a good kind of pure shit and you know what at least his movies are violent and, and magical which this movie was not Oh, funny enough, though, I think we covered all our bases on this. So. That's that. We finished out your food month there, Justin. Do you have any final words for your food month? Uh, Bill, please. Bye. Thanks for listening. We are Cinema de More. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with news and information on upcoming episodes. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Pandora, Alexa, or iHeartRadio. It would be greatly appreciated if you subscribe to our podcast on your platform of choice. We also appreciate feedback, so rate us, review us, and let us know what you think. And above all else, thank you for listening.